Hello, folks. How are you? A uh, something a little new here for you uh, on our EKN YouTube channel. My name is Rob Hagen. Of course, that's David Cole over there. This is This Week in Carding, the show that we normally uh, have on the EKN Radio Network. Of course, it's a podcast. We're starting to move more stuff over here to YouTube. For those of you who really like to watch a lot of content on YouTube, those of you who love listening to our podcast, don't worry. It's not going anywhere. We'll take the audio here, turn it into a podcast. Uh, but David Cole, something a little different. This week in carding, live on YouTube. You know, I I think we're the opposites because I have a face for TV, but I don't have the the, the audio chops. Wow. You have the audio chops, but not the the face for for videos. So it's kind of that mix. <laughs> I like it starting off with a big shot across the bow. Uh, as folks, you'll see up there uh, today. Presenting sponsor of this first edition of This Week in Karting is Leading Edge Motorsports. So Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer, folks, to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. David, you want to put the the page up? Sitting there waiting for you. Oh, you have one? Yeah. (laughs) No, there isn't one. Oh, I thought I loaded it up. I'm sure I did. No, you didn't. Way to go, Rob. I'll keep going. (laughs) Yeah, keep going because it's Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast importer and factory team for IP karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Uh, Leading Edge has partnered with Ansa Motorsports to support drivers on the 2021 Florida Winter Tour and Scusa Winter Series, and they will be trackside at the Challenge of the Americas on the West Coast. Contact them today to book your spot under the tent. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more info or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Spent the morning I, putting that together. I looked. It's not there. I see the commercial slides, and that's not there, Rob. I'll, you know what? I'm literally going to load it up while we're talking right now. Perfect. <laughs> Just so that's a, great, that's a great thing. See, we can discuss things while we're both trying to produce this at the same time. And yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Hold on. So I'm still kind of waiting for the slide. Oh, there. I see the slide there. There it is. Leading Edge Motorsports, presenting sponsor. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm hey. telling you. I'm telling you. Well, you know what? This was an idea we came up with yesterday, I think, and it's, it's rolling, which is good. Uh, this is what left- happens. Yeah, this is what happens when you decide to do something 24 hours ago. That's right? how we do this. The interesting <laughs> thing is our last uh, show was only 10 days ago. Normally, it's once a month. It was. Yeah, you wanted to push this, uh, the getting closer, the, the gap, closing the gap yeah. on these episodes a lot closer. So, uh yeah, it wasn't very long ago that we did record our, our podcast show, but uh, it's, uh, you know, we're able to, uh, we're, there's a lot of news that came about over the last basically 10 days. So we're able to uh, do another episode. I'm going to fire a quick note here on, uh, on on the comments. If anybody doesn't want to comment or uh, throw a question up for us, this is obviously us more talking about what's come on the homepage of eCarding News. And that's what this, this, this Week in Carding podcast is about. Really, all the stuff that David posts throughout the weeks onto the homepage, we take this, put it in a podcast form, and now, of course, in a YouTube form as well. I'll post a little thing up here so people can, uh, can make some comments or ask some questions if possible. Uh, David, let's get talking about a couple of things that obviously were on the, the homepage, the two primary uh, we're talking Rock Cup, Florida Winter Tour, and we're talking something with Supercarts USA. First and foremost, uh, the second round of these of the Rock Cup, uh, Florida Winter Tour location getting moved. Actually, yeah, location's getting moved to Ocala Grand Prix. Uh, originally, the event was scheduled for uh, the Tropicana Field in Saint Petersburg, which will be in, I believe, it was in two weeks. Correct? If I'm correct in that, yeah, it was. In but it is, yeah, not this weekend. Two, not it's, this weekend, but next weekend. Get after, yeah. Uh, 
international travel restrictions. I'm sure you're well aware of that one uh, is part of the part of the reasons for moving. They're going to have less international drivers actually showing up to the event. That equates to less entries and and with the extra cost of having the temporary event going on with uh, at the Tropicana Field, they felt it was wise to move the event to Ocala Grand Prix, kind of help save costs a little bit with uh, with in terms of logistics and and all the uh, other amenities that come with having a temporary circuit. So going to Ocala Grand Prix now for uh, round two of the Florida Winter Tour. Uh, Round two will be in the clockwise direction, and then they'll follow it up next month in March with the counterclockwise direction uh, for uh, to close out the Florida Winter Tour. Uh, You know, I think it's a good call. You know what I mean? The bottom line is, is that you got to do the things that's right for the company, that's right for the organization, and uh, you know, great racetrack as well. So, uh, so many races have been there. I've had a chance to race there back in the day. It was a Florida, and it was a Florida Winter Tour race back in like 2002. So. Again, one of the cornerstone facilities and stuff in, in Florida. Just kind of go over a little bit of some of the travel restrictions because it involves Canadian drivers for the most part. Yeah. Uh, what, they're, what they're kind of looking at. So where we are right now in Canada, uh, if you do want to travel to the U.S., I think most people know this, you have to have a negative COVID test within 72 hours before you can travel internationally, Canada, of course, included, to fly into the U.S. You have to have that before you get on the plane coming south. But for Canadians coming back now, and, and I'll say this right now, it's, it's awesome. Our numbers have been going down. Active cases, at least in Ontario, where I follow very closely my home province, they've been going down every day. Essentially, the last three weeks, we've cut them in half to less than 15,000 active cases. I think it's less than 14,000, actually, I think, uh, here in Ontario. But if you do fly back home into Canada, it, you, get a, you have to get a COVID test at the airport. Then they're putting you in a hotel, an airport hotel, somewhere close to the airport, and you have to wait there until you get a negative result from your test. It's gonna, they're saying it's going to cost, they're approximating it's going to cost $2,000 for the stay. So that's obviously holding people back. Even if you get the negative test at the airport, when you get home, you still have to quarantine for, 12, for, for, another, for a full two weeks, including those days you stayed at, stayed at the hotel. So they're not, making it, they're not making it easy, nor they're making it attractive for anybody to go south. Personally, I think they just don't want anybody traveling for spring break from Canada, but that's really what's happening. So you're right, David, it's, uh, it's going to stop a lot of Canadians from heading south. Well, and that, that's, what's so weird about the United States, because we have our cold areas. We have our warm areas where Canada is all cold. So the only way for, for people in Canada to escape is to come to the United States or other countries. And even international travel to other countries is being uh, banned for, for Canada. So that's uh, you know, that's, it's it's a I understand the the, the kind of logic behind everything, but it makes it a lot a lot harder for people who who do want to travel who are do taking care of things responsibly. Yeah, it's and it's again I think really this is pushing more on people that they're worried about traveling to Mexico or the islands, whatever it may be, on spring break. A lot of people are traveling either for sport, uh, you know, for 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 amateur sports, professional sports, or for business. It's tough, man, because if they if they're coming back. Then they're going to get hit with this with this hotel stay or whatever it may be. We'll see. Hopefully things will calm down over the next couple of weeks, three weeks, month. If the trend continues here, at least in Ontario, I haven't looked further outside my own province, but really the trends are going in the right direction. That said, we're going to open up. I think the schools are opening up next week. Businesses in a couple of weeks as well. I hope it keeps going down. We're, we're being pretty vigilant right now, I think, when it, in terms of social distancing and masks, et cetera. Yeah, most 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 people are, but again, you know, you look at like what happened in the Super Bowl, which is going, which is in Florida. You know, there's people right. gathering like crazy, nobody wearing masks, and you know, so it's hard to judge. Okay, is everybody in their own bubble, or is this just a gathering of a bunch of strangers? We have no idea. So 
I'll say this, David. I went to the Scusa Winter Series race. You're going to see it there. When I was down there in Florida in January, everybody wearing masks. A, a vast, like Almost everybody I saw had masks on. Of course, I was inside. I wore it the whole time. I took it off only when I was in my announcer's booth. I'm sure you'll do the same. And it was the same thing when we were at the Challenge of the Americas race at Phoenix. Inside people's tents, they're allowed to take their masks off. But when they were out and with the public, everybody had their masks on. Same thing when we were in, in doing the podiums at the end of the day. Everybody was wearing their masks, which was good. Yeah. And again, we just have to continue to keep doing that uh, until, you know, the guidelines kind of lessen or yep. or, you know, the actual vaccine is, is getting distributed to. Yeah. to True enough. So uh, let's go on to the next bit of news here that, that they hit the pipe and it came from Supercarts USA. They had uh, about a week ago, they talked about the fact that they were bringing the new X30 uh, engine upgrades in, David, uh, upgrade to the, the, the new pipe uh, ignition. Airbox, there's a number of different things. Uh, I think I want to say bottom and bearings as well. A lot of stuff was being brought in. Only one thing was mandatory, and that was the uh, the new uh, exhaust pipe. Uh, but David, they have uh, they've held this off. They're going to delay bringing this new stuff in until the the Winter Nationals, which will be at the end of March at Nola Motorsports Park. Uh, being told COVID nineteen logistics forcing the delay. I don't know if you have more information, but essentially, I'm assuming they just can't get the parts right now. No, now it's being implemented to the spring nationals. Oh my it goodness! Was, All right, it was it was originally scheduled. Pardon to me. Come in, Thank to you. Come in for the winter nationals, which was which will be in March. That's right. Uh, but uh, now it is uh, implemented for what will be the spring nationals in May. End of May. Uh, yeah. End of May at yeah. uh, Utah Motorsports Campus. So. Uh, so that that's kind of, you know, again, as you said, it's logistics that, that are kind of the issue right now, making sure there are enough parts for everybody to be able to able to to upgrade to those parts. Uh, the the uh, exhaust is the only mandatory yeah. for for Supercarts USA competition. Uh, the electronics, airbox, main bearings are all optional. So uh, those were those were the optional items that people will be able to. So again, it's just it's kind of like the supply demand type uh, scenario, and obviously still logistics are a big issue. I mean, even even mail is is an issue. You know, people are you know we're having mail delays, and and so getting sh- shipments over the ocean is, is is probably taking a little bit longer than than normal still. All right, folks, quick uh, little break in the action here that we'll cut so we can use it for the podcast. Quick break in the action. We'll come back on the other side and talk about the Quincy Grand Prix. The Briggs and Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs and Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, 
Trinity Carding Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Carding Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Carding Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Carding Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Carding Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. So back here live again, our first ever live uh, This Week in Karting program. Again, uh, Rob Howden, David Cole, uh, live here on YouTube. Uh, and again, those little breaks we'll use, of course, for the podcast as well. Big thank you, of course, though, to our broadcast partners here, not only Leading Edge, but in that last break, Briggs and Stratton and Trinity Karting Group. Uh, David, one of, the, man, one of the issues from last year, and I was so excited because I was going to be going back to the Quincy Grand Prix. It was an open weekend for me. I was going to go announce with Randy Kugler, get a chance to um, – uh, to actually race in the Margay Ignite uh, categories. Uh, the race now getting a reset for this year. Uh, initially, it was planned for the 11th, 12th, 13th. It's being moved now back to what, and talking to Keith Freeber was actually the kind of where the race always was, the first weekend of June. So June the 4th, 5th, 6th, moving up one weekend for 2021, but the Quincy Grand Prix is back again this year. Yeah, it's back. Uh, you know, that was one of the casualties that we had of COVID-19 uh, throughout 2020. You know, it was originally scheduled in June, was postponed till October, uh, but that rescheduled date was eventually canceled because of the restrictions in uh, in Quincy, Illinois, where it is being held. Uh, but talking to Terry Schrader and, uh, and everybody involved with uh, the Quincy Grand Prix, they're excited to bring it back for 2021. Obviously, they're still going to be monitoring uh, you know, the different restrictions that are going to be in place uh, as we lead up to the event on June 4th through the or June 5th through the 6th. Um, you know, so still still things to happen. But uh, looking at uh, this year's event, be very similar to class structure that they introduced in 2020, providing uh, Briggs 206 categories, the Ignite program that will be uh, featured with uh, Margay Racing, along with the F100 category, which welcomes Yamahas, the the uh, KA100s, and the VLR engines, and then shifter categories. So that's yeah. uh, that's kind of the uh, the basis of the uh, class structure for Quincy Grand Prix. Not really sure if it's on my docket for this year. I think it might be. I'll have to talk to Terry Trader to see. Uh, this is interesting, though. And I'm going to take this potential as a sign that I need to figure out how to get there. I was actually going through an old uh, file folder last night, just throwing out a bunch of stuff. And I found a folder from when I used to work for Performance Racing News. And with some of the stuff that people had sent, it was one as well for National Cart News when I worked there, letters to the editor that had been sent to me. And I actually have a fax letter from 1998 from Gus Trader. The, fir the first 
the first year that I was there and Gus took me around and I had a chance to, uh, you know, went around with him in the golf cart. I actually raced that year and I actually have a letter from Gus Trader. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to scan it and post it up later on because, uh, facts. It a was facts. a fact. Now explain to kids what a fact <laughs> is. A fact is. They no don't kidding, know. Right? A fact simile. Yeah. It's uh yeah, so I'll pull it up later on. Pretty cool. It's uh old school. But it's from Gus Trader and something I knew I had. I'm actually gonna frame it because it's you know, he says a lot of really nice things, and I'm gonna hold on to that because I remember that was Keith Freiber took me out to that race. He said, You have so when I was with National Cart News, you have to come and see Quincy in the park, Rob. You have to come. So I came to cover it, and I think the story's been told several times, but after way too many beers at the bar on Saturday night. They convinced me that I was going to run Dan Schmalsoff's chassis. Darren Rudolph gave me an engine and I started last in Yamaha pipe. <laughs> well, it looks like you have space on the wall back there to kind of hang it up. in Yeah. A frame. So that yeah, would, that's good idea. That would be a great place to put that's it. That's not a bad idea. Uh, let's go to the next one, David. Uh, wait, you still stick, stick with Margay, right? Um, Margay actually uh, confirming all of their ignite majors schedule for this year. It's one of the programs, of course, that has been big over the last couple of years. We've really followed kind of the development of the Margay Ignite program. You know, they they had the program first and they built that their Ignite Challenge in the Midwest area and then got a chance, of course, to run the run down at Daytona. And then they ran the battle at the Brickyard. So essentially all the dates, David, coming out for this one. Uh, the other majors still coming. WK Manufacturers Cup Series, Charlotte Motor Speedway, part of that race on April the 15th to the 18th. As we just mentioned, June the 5th and 6th, it'll be an Ignite major at the Quincy Grand Prix. Might have to race that one. Uh, middle of September, September 17th, 18th, 19th, again with the WK Manufacturers Cup. The series will be part of that program this year at Newcastle. And the TBD at the end there, you can see the Pagoda in the uh, uh, the logo, hoping to hear word that we may be able to get back to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway here in 2021. Yeah, that, you know, we kind of, as you said, have followed it from the beginning, which yeah. kind of the majors really started at Rock Island Grand Prix when when the class was kind of introduced. We were I was one of the first competitors to race in that category and and did for everything. But one year up until, you know, obviously last year's cancellation. But yeah, um, uh, yeah the, the big one now is Brickyard. That's huge. Daytona was obviously another big, uh, big event for them with, you know, now having. Uh, senior, masters, and junior taking part in the uh, in Daytona Cart Week. So now that program continues on with the Manufacturers Cup program at Charlotte and at Newcastle, and then yeah, of course you know Quincy and and uh, and, and Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You can't, well, can't compete listen, with that. Here's the thing: we talked. You talked to Keith Freeber. If if Indy really had not been gone and been there this year, they would have raced at Daytona, Charlotte, and Indianapolis. I are there three bigger race? Is there anything else in that of the big three racetracks? in all of North America right now? No, really that, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's I mean, I mean, road America could be one, you know, but yeah. if that was happening at like, say the same time, like uh, the IndyCar was racing, you know, Ooh. that would be, you know, that's, that's an idea. You on know, the big uh, track. Uh, well, <laughs> one more. Oh, hold on. <laughs> As you see from my picture, hold on. There we go. From yeah. My picture there. Yeah. The big track. Uh, don't, don't tease me about that. I know. Don't, don't, don't tease me about Dude, that. I know. But, I know. Just thinking big, big picture, you know, obviously they use rent the rental carts there when, when IndyCar and IMSA and that is there, but that would be a really cool, you know, maybe a one day, a day, you know, one day event, uh, you know, during the IndyCar weekend, during IndyCar weekend, say, make it, you know, even make it Sunday because everybody's focused in on, on what's going on on the big track, but uh, just to kind of, you know, Hey, bring in, you know, like, just like champ car used to bring in the road tax race. I like uh, that idea. You know, so then you have Daytona road, America, Charlotte. 
and hopefully Indianapolis Motor Speedway with Battle at the Brickyard. What do you want after that? Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next one, David. You already mentioned this. Uh, Rock Island Grand Prix. Everybody wondered, are we going back to the Rock? Are we going to do it? We got the we got the notice. It will be back. The Rock Island Grand Prix brought to you by Extreme back on September 4th and 5th, Labor Day weekend. Of course, canceled last year in 2020. But this year, David, partnering up with NKA, the National Karting Alliance. We know that registration and the class lineup will all uh, come out sooner or later. But just nice to know that there is plans and uh, for the Rock Island Grand Prix to be back. I saw some of the social media posts from uh, local radio stations and TV stations in Rock Island actually posting stuff that they're excited to see the race back again. It really is part of the Quad Cities, this this event on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it's, I mean, Rock Island Grand Prix is is a legend in our sport. It'll be, I think what they said is the 26th edition of the event. Obviously, this year is going to be a little bit different because, as you said, National Karting Alliance is going to be working with Rock Island Grand Prix. So it's not just the volunteers that we've seen year after year, decade after decade. Yep. Uh, working and, and organizing the event. They're going to be working with Joe Janowski and his staff at the National Karting Alliance. So, uh, you know, we'll see what what kind of changes that might bring about uh, leading up to, uh, you know, again, the class announcements and, and registration announcements and see if anything else could be happening. You know, if there's event format changes, you know, we've seen that in the last couple of years when they when they added a heat race to uh, to Saturday rather than qualifying. So uh, you keep we'll asking what- for more track. Well, I think that's one of the things that yep. people keep asking for is they want more track time. So, you know, no more track. Why. You want more track. Well, I want more track. I had yes. to turn so one. An actual more, more traveled track. Yes. I know so you do. A longer track to, uh, to yep. compete on with, with more than one right-hand turn. That's, I know. That's, that's, I think kind of, that's kind of been the key ask by racers who have raced there is, you know, such as myself who have been there, what, nine times in, in the last 15 years. Yep. So, uh. I think that's one of it. I think the heat races certainly made brought in a new flavor and a new mix, a new element to it because some, you know, even some of the fast guys had to come from deep in the field uh, to be able to come and win a heat race with, within eight laps, which is still phenomenally like feat. You know that it's again, it's like the P pick that we talk about with like say Buckeye Karting Challenge. Yep. You know that it, it club racing. It, it's a cool factor. It adds a, a little bit different. It, it's especially harder at a street race because you have the barriers to uh, to contend with That's it. along along with the competition. Uh, again, so big big uh, big props to Rock Island getting this thing back going again. You can sure that a lot of people will be back at it. I know they missed it last year. Uh, another event being announced as well, though, for I believe the first weekend of June, the inaugural K100 206 Sprint Nationals announced uh, for the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, Sean Bailiff's track. Uh, that he acquired uh, has been there for a while, but has acquired ownership of in uh, just outside Cincinnati. It's kind of a combination, David, between the Route 66 Sprint Series and the Buckeye Karting Challenge you just mentioned. It'll be the KA100, so the IAMI USA East crew will be there. Briggs and Stratton and MG Tires behind the event with all the 206 classes. Uh, Mini, Micro, and KA100 Junior, Senior, and Heavy. And then for Briggs, 206 Sportsman, Junior, medium and heavy and they'll throw a Yamaha super can class in there as well. I don't see any master's classes for you and I, so we're not going. Well, that I think that's why they have the heavy categories. Uh, Route 66 yeah. doesn't have any master's classes. They just call them heavy to allow, uh, you know, heavy regional competitors to, uh, to compete in those categories. So yeah, uh, heavy divisions would be where we would end up, but uh, again, allows drivers to do multiple classes and, and be able to compete. The, the what I saw on social media when when this announcement came out on on EKN was 
What about a 50 cart challenge for the Yamaha Super Can race there? I like that. There's, there's mean, engines all over the place. I mean, the, the, the Buckeye karting challenge, they were able to get probably 20, 25 competitors in the Yamaha senior category that they super can category that they did have last year. Okay. So you're, you're looking at maybe, you know, what if a Brandon Lemke or, you know, some of these other superstars that uh, grew up racing the Yamaha still have them sitting on the, on the, uh, on the shelf in the garage. And we're going to challenge like a Mark Dismore jr. To come back out too. You know, a Brandon Atkins, a Dismore, yeah. a Gary Lawson, you know, get all those guys, you know, working for their customers and all the other categories and make kind of like the super can class like that, <laughs> that legend. Uh, well, I guess Dismore is not really a legend. Oh, <laughs> dude, have you not, did you not have like a midday snack or something? Are you hangry no, right no, now? No, I just like throwing shade at people. You need a Snickers. Oh, fun. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's a good, idea. you know, it's. It's it's kind of gotten the ideas talk uh you know yeah going through the I going get through the brain talked with uh Scott Benton at uh, Buckeye Karting Challenge they're 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 working up on on building a new logo for the event kind of getting getting the branding going cuz they just had just uh got everything kind of worked out with Route 66 and them to to put on this event so now they're kind of looking at the branding of the event how they can uh, market it to all the other competitors uh, throughout the eastern eastern half of the country, maybe even nice. western western cap. Yeah, you know what? It, again, it, we we've seen it with the with the cup carts North America Grand Nationals. If you build a good event, people start getting behind it. Numbers breed numbers. It is what it is. And if you get the if you get Route sixty six coming in and you get Buckeye Carding Challenge, they both have good numbers. This could be a really really big event for sure. So again, that's happening on June the fourth, fifth, and sixth at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Another quick break in the action here, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk CKR USA, talk about their uh, new manager director for their race team, and we'll fill you in on what's going on with the new United States Karting Grand Prix out in Utah. Don't go anywhere. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015 expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for racers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family in 2021 at the Cup Carts North America, United States Pro Kart Series, and WK Manufacturers Cup Series, along with selected local events at Whiteland Raceway Park and Newcastle Motorsports Park. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing. You, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. And you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, 
is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to our first ever live edition of This Week in Karting. My name's Rob Howden. That's David Cole. We're going to bring you essentially everything that's been on the EKN homepage over the last 10 days. Our last edition of the podcast was February the 1st. Don't worry if you're a part podcast fan or an EKN Radio Network fan. The content here will get turned into audio. It'll be on the radio network first, and then we'll get it as well uh, into the podcast forum. So if you're, if you're listening on the way to work or coming home, whatever it may be, either of the commutes, we got you taken care of. Uh, David, CKR USA uh, and the CKR chassis is one we've seen over the last couple of years, of course, based up in Idaho, but uh, they've done some damage down at the Super Nationals. We've seen them do really well uh, and have some really good outings as well. And kind of this guy right here, Eric Malinati, uh, has now been named the managing director of CKR USA's race team, a Formula Pro Tour race winner, former a former California State Karting Championship race winner. Kyle Keenan will be there as well as a driver coach for the team. He won the SCCA runoffs. They're going to do the Scusa Pro Tour. They're going to do Quincy in the Park. Of course, they support their local racing up in the Pacific Northwest as well. Snake River Carters in Idaho, uh, over at Tri-City Kart Club as well, Cart uh, Idaho. And, of course, they're going to be at the Super Nationals 24. But kind of a cool thing for CKR USA, bringing Eric on board, uh, and, of course, Kyle Keenan as well. This is going to be a cool deal for James O'Brien. They're really kind of doubling down with CKR program. you got to give James props, David, up in Idaho there uh, with his brick-and-mortar shop, really supporting karting in the area, but stretching out a bit with the team as well. Yeah, just trying to solidify a, a, a national race team, I think, is, is kind of what they're doing. You obviously got to take some steps that way and, and having someone as like the, the key point, key personnel to go to regarding that, you know, when you bring in Eric Molinari to do that uh, is, is going to be the key factor to doing that. You add in a driver coach with Kyle Keenan, as you said. Uh, so they're looking to go big in 2021. You know, that's something I think we're kind of building off the momentum of 2020, everybody had some, you know, a lot of the cart shops, I'm, I'm sure CKR USA and e shifter cart, uh, had, were, were no exception, you know, building off that momentum they had and now, Hey, let's, let's get even, let's, let's expand even yeah. more. You know, they're starting to get some dealers in the Midwest and, and looking, you know, further, further East for, for, for their dealer network and, and even further South. So, uh, what better way to do that than with a racing, you know, make sure, you know, always you win on Sunday, sell on Monday. So that's kind of maybe the mentality that they're looking at uh, with the CKR brand. And it's, it's branding and it's getting national awareness out of the carts. So if you've ever seen a CKR, uh, high quality machinery for sure. Great, great material. Uh, so look forward to seeing them at all these major events. It will be at, of course, with the EK and Trackside Live Tour. Uh, transportation pit space also available. If you don't have a CKR, you can still be with them and go to these teams if you're a local driver wanting to travel down. Uh, David, some pretty big news actually as well. And, you know, we talk about cooperation in the sport and, uh, and people kind of working together and it doesn't happen all the time. 
A bunch of the road racing groups getting together, though. The World Karting Association hooking up with uh, with Tag USA, with the Northern California Carters, with the Puget Sound Road Racing Association as well. A, a brand new event, the United States Karting Grand Prix. They've announced their sprint program. This event is going to be at the Utah Motorsports Campus. I don't have the date in front of me right now, David. You, it, it's it, late July, right? It's right there on the logo, July 23rd, 24th, 25th. There it is. <laughs> I can so see the end, it. You can't. It's pretty small. I, I'm on my laptop. You probably have a huge screen, right? I don't. I have a laptop. Well, that's hard for it's me the to same see. laptop I race my uh, my iRacing on. Well, that <laughs> explains a lot. Uh, so, again, so there's going to be road race and sprint. You can see from the shot there, the, the aerial shot, the full road race track, and, of course, the sprint track that has had so many major events, Rotax Grand Nationals, Supercarts USA Pro Tour, uh, Stars of Karting back in the day, lots of different events running on that track in, in Utah. Uh, here's, the, here's what they've got going for the sprint side, a lot of categories. In the Brinks 206 class, Cadet, Junior, Senior, Masters, and they're going to have a World Format class as well. Uh, KZ Light, KZ Heavy, Stock Moto, Stock Moto Heavy, and Pro Shifter. They're also going to have 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters, Tag Cadet, Tag Junior, Tag Senior, and Tag Masters. There is a lot of racing going on. Uh, we did have news as well that the good folks from J3 Competition Race Rotax are going to be in there to support the event as well. Uh, road race, I think, is going to be obviously a lot. A lot of this program is the road race groups that are coming together, but they got the sprint track there. So if they're going to rent the facility, Let's try to bring everybody in together. Road race class structure coming soon, though, David, but they did get a chance to roll out what they're going to do on the sprint track. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that is the TAG program. It's the TAG USA. So all the different engines that you Back see within tag, the country yeah. Yeah. are going to be allowed. you got your Rock, you have your IAMI, you have Rotax, all the, all the different type of TAG engines uh, allowed by uh, TAG USA are going to be competing in those age categories. So that'll be an interesting part is seeing, you know, different engines out there out the one, at one time. You don't typically see that anymore on sprint tracks. So that'll be the cool thing. It's true. Yeah, uh, old school tag. Yeah, road racing details just came out, so those are available as well at the uh, at the United States uh, Karting Grand Prix website. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting event, kind of see how it unfolds, obviously being the inaugural event. Uh, you know, it's going to have some learning curves and, and some hurdles to overcome, but, uh, you know, it's something that they can build on. Uh, hopefully for the future for an event like this. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, folks, one more quick break in the action. When we get back, we'll detail some of the stuff we've had on eCardi News, the podcast, radio network, everything we've done over the last 10 days. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Carding offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteCarding.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the Junior, Senior, and Masters classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart, which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteCarding.com. 
get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Shout out to uh, Margay Racing and Acceleration, uh, as well as Amax Racing and the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. You saw uh, their logos coming up there. Big supporters of everything we do at eCardingNews.com, and we could not do it without you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, David, at, at our own editorial, uh, we got lots of stuff happening in the sideline right now. I've got a couple more Q&As I'm working on, but we were able to announce and we, very quickly, actually, our driver of the month for January. There was a couple of considerations that you and I looked at, but Mateus Orjuela ended up with our driver of the month, dominated the action. The Scusa Winter Series was able to win as well at the Rock Cup uh, Florida Winter Tour. Pretty impressive uh, January for the Paraland USA driver. Well, yeah, there were a number of drivers that we had in our honorable mention list. Uh, yeah. You know, we kind of tried to narrow it down even even further, and then we ended up coming with Mateus. Uh, you know, you look at his performance in January, swept, almost swept the uh, the two rounds in uh, at Homestead for the Supercarts USA Winter Series, qualifying being the only blemish uh, on his record. Other than that, he was uh, at the top of the uh, order in all the other sessions. Then he goes to Florida Winter Tour the next weekend in the mini rock category and sweeps the entire weekend there yeah. with, uh, without a challenge. So you kind of have to uh, tip your hat to uh, Mateus and kind of, you know, again, we talk about that January is the month to kind of shine to where you're going to be. Hey, well, I'm going to be a contender all year round. So, put your uh, stamp on it, right? So he's put the stamp on it. Now it's the month of February. He's kind of got the bullseye on his <laughs> back. It. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if he's able to, uh, to continue that momentum. Um, as we said, folks, so this is kind of the way he, Things are shaking down. It's always evolving here at Ecardi News. We just we try to bring content to where you guys are, where you want to see it. That's why we're doing this live show here uh, of this weekend carding. We'll do more live shows as we do throughout the throughout the season. Uh, continue to leverage what we do here on, on YouTube. Uh, but David, we essentially take anything we make, whether it's audio or video, we turn it into audio. It goes on the radio network, then it goes on the podcasts. Uh, you were able to put a bunch of podcasts together. What have you gotten out in the last couple of weeks? Well, a couple. <laughs> yeah, well, it's only been 10 days. It's only been 10 days. Four of those being weekends. Obvious, obviously, we had the last edition of This Week in Carding, episode 30. Uh, that's now available as a podcast. Because we actually did bring out uh, three podcasts last week. Yeah. Uh, that being one of them. And then uh, our face-to-face that you did with uh, the Challenging America's winners from uh, PKRA, including uh, Liam Lech and uh, Ramo Ruskitty. Uh, those, uh, those two drivers joined you for a good interview, uh, between the two winners. So those podcasts are available now, uh, anywhere you get podcasts, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Google play, anywhere, uh, our Podbean that we, that we, that we host all the, all the podcasts on along with, uh, iHeartRadio. Radio, iHeart Radio yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so 
you mentioned the face-to-face with the winners. We're going to do that again. So David, of course, is leaving. What Today's Tuesday, Wednesday. He leaves tomorrow for the Scusa race. The Outlap podcast is going to be on a pod. The Outlap sh- preview show we did is going to be on a podcast probably what, f- tomorrow or Friday? It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. This will uh, be available on Friday. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is coming Friday. We'll do a debrief show on m- Tuesday when you get yeah, back. Not, not Monday. <laughs> not Monday. You're flying back Monday. Tuesday, we'll do the debrief show. That'll just be a straight podcast. And then Wednesday or Thursday, I'll try to grab a couple of drivers. We'll do another face-to-face with whoever really steps up and is kind of the big dogs at the Scusa Winter Series race. We'll get them on a face-to-face as well. So that's coming. Uh, ECAN Radio Network, again, we provide so many different opportunities. So you download the ECAN Radio Network to your app. I've got it on my phone here. Uh, 24-7, all the content continually playing on there. Um, playing today, we have the outlap from uh, the Winter Series, David, you talked about on the radio network right now. So if you do want to get updated with what's going on, you're listening live. It's on the radio network right now. We've got an episode of This Week in Karting as well, the one we just talked about. And, David, you just keep bringing stuff out, old races, whatever it may be, a lot of different stuff that you put on the ECAN radio network. Yeah, this audio version will be playing on the radio network tomorrow, uh, all day tomorrow. And then, again, like we said, we'll, we'll have it available as a podcast. You'll be able to listen to a number of different podcasts over the weekend as we're providing uh, our live coverage throughout the weekend. And then, again, Lots more, uh, lots more uh, content next week on the ECAN Radio Network. Well, that, so we'll fully in kind of what's happening uh, to wrap things up here. Uh, David, as we said, is going to be heading to the Winter Series, excuse me, Winter Series wrapper, the third and fourth rounds. I'll crown the champion down at AMR Motorplex down in Homestead. His first trip to Homestead. He's never been there. I can't believe it in all the races. So uh, he's going to go down and enjoy that one. Xander Clemens will be on the mic. I'm stuck at home. I think I've told the story before. I was trying to get back from the Challenge of the Americas. I did my COVID test 72 hours ahead. The nurse put the wrong time down. When I was flying home from Denver to Toronto, I was 22 minutes past the 72-minute window. So they wouldn't let me get on the plane. So I spent three days in Denver working my tail off. That puts me to the point where I couldn't get my COVID test fast enough to leave to go down to Homestead. David Cole. Uh, being subbed in, as is Xander Clements. Uh, and because of that, I'm staying home right now all the way through to the end of March where I'll, when I'll head to the uh, Winter Nationals, the Scusa Pro Tour opener in NOLA. So, David, you'll be by yourself as well. February 26, 27, 28, bringing in Chappie, Tim Chapman, to do the play-by-play on the EKN Radio Network, the Challenge of the Americas at Cal Speed. Um, I'll be tuning into that one all weekend long because I have a sneaking feeling there's going to be 150 guys there for that race. Yeah, hopefully, you know, the Challenge of the Americas weekend is going to be another record-breaking event. Uh, we nearly got that last month in, yeah. uh, in Phoenix with 130. So we just need uh, 10 <clears throat> more entries, and we're sure to get that cow speed bump because we know a lot of competitors that weren't in Phoenix that will more than likely be at cow speed. But, uh, uh, yeah, that allows you to actually work from home, Rob. <laughs> like, you, you you know, you could write both race report weekends, correct? You know, <laughs> David, I'd be more than happy to help you with the race reports. I actually uh, you're will. Not. You're going to be watching the 500 like a like a redneck you are. No, you know how I'm going to watch the 500. First 20 laps. Yeah. Take it. La- last 20 laps. It's a great nap. It's great nap time. I That's tell very you, true. You know? That's right. I will give you a hand. I look forward to it. It's going to be a good weekend know. down there. You're going to have some fun down there. Um, I don't want what, you to overwork yourself. Hey, one thing I am doing tonight, and it starts in three hours and 15 minutes, mm-hmm. is the second round of the Tyrac.com Road to Indy E-Series, presented by Cooper Tires. And if you're a karting guy, you got to come and watch this because Carmine Caruso is running. He won the second round of the uh, the WKA um, AMAX 
Esports series presented by Summit Racing Supply, racing products, I think. Racing equipment. Racing equipment. Summit. I got to write that down so I get it right. Uh, so Carmine's running. Dean Dibdahl did a tremendous job in our opening round. Top I want to say I think both rounds. Jarrett Schwartz won round three. Yeah. He'll be next week at mm-hmm. Iowa Speedway, which will be flipping awesome. He's um, from Iowa, actually. With hometown boy. <laughs> um, Will Salisbury won round four, so he's going to race run, round number four. Dibdahl wins the championship. He's back for round number five. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, got- I mean, to be honest, they're all basically carters that are going to be in that program. I mean, <laughs> so you're talking true. Christian Brooks, you're talking Bra- uh, Braden Eves. Braden Eves. Oh, yeah. Devlin uh, Francesco. Yep. Yeah. No doubt about it. A lot of cars. Matt Clark's running as well. Um, the cool factor is tonight, James Davidson's going to come and race as well. Indy 500 starter, uh, uh, Monster Energy Cup, Cup racer as well. He's going to run. Former Carter. <laughs> Hearing rumors that Will Power may come and run soon. That's going to be I, good. I, he's, he's too busy beating up on Scott McLaughlin at uh, GoPro <laughs> Motorplex. Yeah, laughing at him when he goes by him. Did you see that video? <laughs> wow. Will Power card. Good to see that. It's, it's just awesome to have Will part of the program. Uh, folks, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming here. We're going to be doing these live shows uh, probably every other week if we can. Travel always makes things different when Dave and I are back and forth. But we want to try something new. We know that so many of you love watching the stuff we do on YouTube. Might as well bring uh, the first uh, showing of This Week in Carding here as well. Uh, give us a chance to maybe do some interviews throughout the show uh, as we kind of get playing with this. But uh, we do appreciate it. David, thank you so much for being flexible. I wanted to get this done. Like, it, like I Literally, I said yesterday, hey, we should do This Week in Carding live. It's like, what? All right. This is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just not that TV guy yet. I like being behind the Dude, scenes. You do it. Listen, you know? I'll tell you hey, one thing. You've come a long way. Well, uh, you know, we, we're talking with Mike Smith and, and the Full Caster podcast that uh, that they do. They're talking about doing a live broadcast at Challenging America's Weekend. And, yep. you know, he's talking about doing video and this and that. I'm just like, let me just be behind the scenes. <laughs> You'd like being behind the scenes. I know. Dude. That's good. But this is good. That was awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. Appreciate it. Uh, again, remember, all this stuff's heading up on the, the, the EKN Radio Network. Then it'll be available on podcasts for sure. Turn around from here, and next week after David gets back, we've got the debrief podcast, a full review of the Supercarts USA Winter Series finale at Homestead, and then we'll get a couple of the winners that really impressed both David and myself, and what we'll maybe get Xander to give us give us some input as well. We'll grab two drivers for a face to face interview Wednesday or Thursday of next week. That'll of course be live here on the EKN YouTube page as well. I do appreciate you tuning in, folks. My name's Rob Howden. That's David Cole. Book it.